Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had a chat, as always, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. That's right. Once you got close enough to the mic, that was going on there. <laughs> Do you notice yourself looking at the producer? Suddenly went off mic for a little while. I just got sat there, just sat back in the chair. You were miles away, you were. Just <laughs> could barely hear a word he said. <laughs> um, we had Shirley Bradshaw. Not a name familiar to you. No, not at all. No, see, he's doing it now. <laughs> Uh, Shirley is 70. She's going to be a mascot at the Salford Red Devils game tonight. Uh, you'll find out why. And we were joined by two fine actors who have got their own tribute. They're going on tour, their own tribute mm-hmm. to uh, Morecambe and Wise. And they are fantastic, aren't they? And they actually even look like them. Oh, it's they quite amazing. Really look, yeah. yeah, they're excellent. So uh, you'll hear our conversation with them. Well, that's it. Here it all is. <laughs> Everyone, good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, while we're on the cricket and Ben Stokes, the uh, Ron Hannaford wrote to the uh, Sun in an effort to become the curmudgeon of the year. And I know I can talk. <laughs> cool, blimey! Yeah. I know. But, what company is it? So you know, when, when, when I give uh, Ron this award, yeah, uh, it's worth it. He says. The, the award-mad public may say make cricketer Ben Stokes a sir. They have short memories. Don't they remember his first inning shot that got him out? <laughs> well. How could you look at that like that? that? How could you have so little joy in your life, Ron? Really, mate? That, that, that actually does sound like the sort of thing you'd say. No, come on. It does, and you're the sort of thing. Yeah, but, you know, we've all forgotten now. We've all forgotten. Well, forgotten that shot in the first innings where he slashed at one that was worldwide. It was a terrible shot, but it that's was. not really the point. You've let it go, have you? I've let it go, yeah. Good. I watched... Uh, actually, I missed the first 25 minutes of the game last night because I was trying, attempting to draw Mohamed Ali. It wasn't, it yeah. didn't go too well. No. And, uh, <laughs> I've seen it. It's not bad. No, it's all right. It's not finished yet. It's only a part, yeah, yeah, part of course, thing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I missed it. But then I came in and uh, saw the referee doing what, a thing that I find so annoying. You know when a ref calls over a player? Yeah. And they start letting... Them. Mm. And then they start, and it goes on for so long. You're thinking, all right, mate, you know, we haven't come to see you. And he did it twice. You're thinking, yeah. Oh, just let them get on with it. If you've got something to say, just say, all right, don't do that again. That's, how long does that take? You know, like a minute. We, I often think the referees do it because they're out of breath. It's a way of like <laughs> catching up. You're right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give a, a long thing. So we should look at them clutching their sides. Yeah, a bit of a breather as he does. Can we stand there saying, don't do that again. Oh, next time I have to. 
I have to give you a yellow card. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good sign, would it, on a referee? Wouldn't be, really. No. And the ball boy wouldn't give the ball back. You know, a bit like they mentioned Eden Hazard and Swansea. And all yeah, that. yeah. Honestly, they should be sacked. I think that should be an instant sacking of a ball boy. That is not your job to, to do that. And it wasn't even, you know, all right, it was, I think it was either 1-0 or 1-1 at the time, but I just thought it was really poor. I don't think he was sent out with that. I mean, I didn't see the moment, but he probably just got caught up in, in yeah, the moment, didn't do he? It. It's not right. OK, well, fair enough. Well, <laughs> Uncle Andy speaks there. That's yeah. right, a bit more and, respect. Uh, yeah, but in the end, Everton, uh, Lincoln are great, aren't they? I mean, the Cowleys are fantastic. Yeah. You, you wonder how long... They seem very happy at Link, Lincoln. They, yeah. they seem to have ambitions with Lincoln to take Lincoln as far as they can, but you you do feel they must be destined for a higher level. You really the thing do. is, it's, if they're going to... a brilliant job. If they're going to change, if they're going to kind of move with respect to Lincoln up the food chain, if they don't feel they can take him any further for whatever mm. reason, it's going to be a big call, that, isn't it? Because they've obviously got a great relationship uh, with the, the board there and the chairman, yeah. uh, fantastic place at the club. They're doing a brilliant job. Yeah, they're showing no sign of wanting to do it. It's only me thinking, you know, that I mean, they're, they're you, doing a brilliant you job. You look and, at the managers, yeah. I mean, Nathan Jones wonders now uh, whether he should have jumped ship. Always it's just risk. It's difficult, isn't well, it? It's, it's a difficult be, thing. You know, it's the same with he Frank, may Frank him, Lampard. Yeah. He's, he's doing a good job at Derby. He took the risk, you know. Yeah. Leave the power for it, won't. That's know? right. So uh, we'll see. Hmm. Richarlison got the fourth after having a pretty terrible game and celebrated like he'd won the World Cup. <laughs> he just scored the fourth goal against Lincoln, mate, and <laughs> after you're already 3-2 up. It's not even the winning goal. Get your shirt Fantastic, back on. yeah. Honestly. What about that first innings by Ben Stokes as well? That wasn't much best greatest, and he has to go at other people. <laughs> and, now, Andy, uh, uh, just quickly, Vasil Lomachenko fights Luke Campbell at mm. the O2 this weekend. Fascinating fight. And uh, there was an interesting piece in today's son about his training regime, his relationship with his dad, some of the things he does to be, become the champion he is. Mm. And he has this little thing that he works with uh, now and again, a little aid uh, for uh, around sparring, which is a, a table tennis ball on a string oh, atta- like that thing attached I to his hat. Exactly. Yeah. Attached to a baseball cap. But Andy, um, he does a bit of Instagram shopping and bought something which was a, a kind of punch ball hat where you put yeah. the hat on and much like Lomachenko uses. So the question is, why aren't you, why aren't you as good as him? <laughs> because he's a brilliant boxer. That's the thing that struck me, that it, you... Ha- you have to what be the really thing that struck good. you was the ball. Yeah, he put me straight back in your face. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, did you see that uh, Adam Catterall had Lomachenko? He was a bit like carpool karaoke or something like that. He had him in the interviewed him in the back of a taxi. Oh, did he really? Mm, he looked good. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I thought they, they didn't sing then. No, I don't. Oh, yes, I think they did actually. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Did. Um, now, <laughs> or were you just reason? imagining him? No, no, I, I only watched it in, with, a, with a volume off. So I, 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 oh, okay. I saw it on Do you like Adam's voice or something? No, I love his voice. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> I think he was teaching Nomachenko to speak in the Northern accent. I oh, okay. Now they come to think of it. And uh, so when you do this show, when you've done this show as long as we have, perhaps we shouldn't mention how long we've been doing it, but certain stories sort of reoccur over the years. Mm. And you think. Hole in one. Well, hole in one and this one. How many times have you heard this one over the years? Riley Williams, 15. He can't find rugby boots for his size 17 feet. In yeah. Bertha to, and you see the, the picture in the local paper of him. Yeah, it's always, he's always standing there and his mum's got her, they're sitting in an armchair, <laughs> mum's got a shoulder around him, they're looking a bit forlorn <laughs> and he's holding a pair of size 12 boots and he's grimacing because they're hurting his feet <laughs> yeah. or his feet have come out the end of him. And yeah, then a manufacturer comes forward uh, and somebody a famous rugby player donates his boots. But I'm sure yeah. in the end, Riley Williams, age 15, will 
will find a pair of boots for his size 17. Well, let's let's uh, let's hope so, eh? Let's hope so, yeah, absolutely. Let's so, hear it for the three o'clock at Chelmsford today, the oh, Green yeah. King IPA Condition Stakes, one of my favourite races of the year. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it certainly is one of ours. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? The uh, the cricket effect, uh, Richard Gould of Surrey, the secretary there, I think, uh, talking about... You know, that they've sold tickets, a lot of tickets for the fifth day. They've, their 2020s are selling out. So I know. There's a real cricket boom on the back of Stokes. I was saying to you, though, it will be interesting to know whether who's going to take part in the 100. Because you'd imagine that Stokes would be the hottest ticket for the 100. Yeah, he certainly would at the moment. Did you see the TV figures as well? They got uh, Channel 5 got 2 million. I think Sky got their biggest audience for, uh, for cricket mm. uh, in that final hour or so. And the Channel 5 highlights got 2 million as well. Huge audience Brilliant. for them. Uh, Sunday evening. It's great for cricket. I'm so pleased. Yeah, it proves there is an audience when it. something exciting happens. But it was actually, to be honest, it was a moment that transcended the sport, really, wasn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Bring me laughter all the while. In this world where we live, there should be more happiness. The question to answer uh, is, no, I think you know who that is. That's uh, Eric Morecambe and Ernie Wise. Um, it's still as popular as ever, certainly as we head into Christmas. Yeah. They are Christmas, really, aren't they? Well, they are. When we were kids, and if you got shown, UK gold, they still are. Yeah. Um, and They're probably a lot better than most of the stuff on. Paying tribute to them on a regular basis, uh, John C. Stevens and Ian Ashbazal. They are um, the men behind an evening of Eric and Ern, and they're on tour. Uh, from the start of next month through to November. And they're with us now. Good afternoon, guys. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. Is this a different show? Or a, it's a different show. Yeah, a different show, yeah. 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 So how... Because how, we've spoken to you before about this, so how does it differ from the first show? Well, we've added... We're adding new stuff all the time. Well, the, yeah. first, the first show was a play, wasn't it? Yes. It was a play, that's right. It was an American yeah. about their relationship, how, why they were, how they worked, how they got on. And then the second half was the stand-up routine, which this show's... The inspiration for. So yeah. we're sort of basically doing... The nearest you can get to see a Morecambe Wise show live, hopefully. You're yeah. taking the, are you taking the old Eddie Braven scripts? Yes. Uh, and yeah. and so the, uh, okay. some of our stuff as well. But we, when, oh, we, okay. when we wrote the play, mm. uh, Eric and Little Learn, and uh, we got permission from Eddie Braven, didn't mm. we? He, we yeah. did a little taster of of the show. We got it D, a DVD made of it. And we sent it to Eddie, and he very kindly gave us permission to use the original material. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, um, so we we that's how we got to use it. You so know. we still pay royalties to to his. We do. Yeah. That's why we're doing the tour because we can't afford to stop. <laughs> <laughs> the book I've read, the the play about his role and and what it put him through was yes. fascinating, wasn't yes. it? The TV yeah. play, yeah. But I read Eddie Braben's book, and again, you know, it was. I mean, a real labour of love, wasn't it? That the, they couldn't rely on anybody else but him, and so that brings that that, that comes at a cost, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, they were the well, they called the Golden Triangle, weren't they? Yeah. Eddie and, and Eric and Ernie. Well, they get the script. And they'd, they'd work on them, improve them, and, and make, you know, Eric and Ernie fight them. Yeah, exactly. They never but, stopped on it. But they, say, they kept sending notes, but didn't they? And then one time, Eddie Braben sent a blank sheet of paper, but loads of sheets of paper completely blank <laughs> in an envelope. So there you go. Get on with it. Yeah. John, <laughs> Johnny Ammons, who used to be the producer, yeah. used to ring him up. They used to have the read through of the scripts, and Johnny Ammons used to ring up Eddie Braben up in Liverpool and he'd say, uh, Eddie, uh, Johnny here. He said, Yes. The boys think, and he'd mm. go, oh, I know, that means I've got to rewrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
so you know they there was a lot of pressure on Eddie a lot of so are the, are there some of the greatest hits in there as part of that too so ones we can sing along to you never know you yeah. never know <laughs> you no, might hear an ice cream van yes. going past exactly. yeah. well a police siren should I say this, the show's made up of some of the TV sketches you'll know and love mm. and then they did a live show at Fairfields Hall so there's a lot of some of the, the stuff they did there you'd never seen on television oh so okay we, so we have do you that seen Charlie the Dummy. Have you seen Charlie have you seen the seen Dummy? Only I did. No, I, I, I hadn't. I just watched. Uh, I watched the little showreel on your website yeah. and uh, saw. But I mean, it, it seemed like you know that somewhere along the line, event act would have been uh, perfect for uh, it's them. It's just genius. It, really? And the and the family um, and the Morecambe Wise Estate gave us permission now, yeah. so we can do that. So we wow. we got that in. It's just. But well, when we first got the script, we couldn't stop laughing, could we? No, we, we couldn't rehearse it. Cause we couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. We, we we do a line run before every show. We do, and we're still laughing the same. Places we've been doing it for we five do. years. I mean, it's it's good. It's mad, there it? was a show on recently. Um, I watched it earlier in the year. Morecambe Wise in America it was a fascinating. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ed really Sullivan show. Really yeah. fascinating their appearances and how they had to adapt their act for America because they couldn't get any of the jokes really, and it's, it was physical. And but yeah, Ed yeah, Sullivan yeah. loved them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he invited them. Invited. He was the kind of king of the talk show king well, at the was, time in the you States. You were on the Ed Sullivan show. You yeah. were a star. I mean, he, the story goes. I think he came to see Bruce Forsyth at the Palladium, mm. and Eric and Ernie were on the bill. He went, well, we got a song, we got Sammy Davis Jr. What about those those guys? He called them Morricambian Wise. <laughs> <laughs> that famous European act. Yeah. yeah. The thing you notice about that is just how terrible um he was. Yes. Not, no, he oh, took yes. part in Ed Sullivan was yeah. terrible. Yeah, wasn't he? Was. Oh, he, was, he, was, he was quite did awful. He did the boom ooh yatta tata. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know I mean, what was going incredible on. Incredible how he, he did it for all those years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He obviously had so, something uh, about him. After kind of occupying the, those two characters for such a long time, is it a bit weird you find yourself if you just end up having a chat somewhere off stage? You kind of you, you're, you're still doing the act in character, yeah. Well, you know, it depends really, but possibly. I don't know. Possibly. Sure. I mean. Physically, you, we, we both, I and mean, we've met you before, but you yeah. both do <clears throat> look. Yeah. I mean, you've adapted your hair. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I lost it specifically for yeah. the role, you know. Yeah. I had a full head originally. Yeah. But and I was six foot feet when we started. <laughs> yeah. Basically, in terms of physical size. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't work as well. Well, yeah. we're mates. Yeah. You know, the, the, the little bit of magic dust that I think that goes over it is we're mates of yeah. 35 years. Wow. You know, we've yeah. known each other hmm. for a, since we met at drama school, you know. So you can't fake that. Yeah. And I don't think Eric could earn their relationship. They work together from boys, so they, yeah. they grew up together. Yeah. And we've sort of grown so, up. Well, you haven't grown. No, I've, yeah. I, I have. No, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we've, we've sort of yeah. our friendship is the is the is the centre of it. Really. So, yeah. When when did you first kind of think, okay, there you know there could be a Morecambe and Wise show in this? Well, Stage Golfing Society. Yeah, well, it's his fault. He's always done an Eric, and we uh, every year we do a show for this to the Richmond Golf Club, and we did a five-minute sketch as Eric and Ern, <laughs> and. Mm. Uh, you did it. They asked you to do Eric. They asked they? me to do Eric, and I said, "Well, if I do Eric, I've got to have an urn." And I looked across the bar, and then as Ian stood there, he was wearing shorts, and there was these little short, fat, hairy legs. I thought, <laughs> yeah. "He's the man." Yeah. And there we are. And you think you? I look was like... really surprised, honestly. Yeah, because who do you think you look like? Come Robert on, Redford. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> but it's just so don't laugh, boy. Maybe it's a chance to do the Redford <laughs> Newman show. After well, that's this. it. Could well, be. That's, that's, what, gonna... I yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. We're going to do more about the golf. You still both playing? Yeah. He may well be listening this afternoon. Yeah. Big Palace fan, of course. Oh, yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about Palace. No, we're not oh, okay, talking about Palace. He's a Man United fan. Oh, yes, oh, of I course. Yeah, yeah. And you're, uh, you're Birmingham City, is that right? Pardon? Oh, no, they're not doing too bad. I am. Oh, yeah. Well, we've only had five managers in two years. Yeah. So it's all nice bit of continuity there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed.
So uh, where where can people see this show? Let's have a look. Well, we start started all in the Blackpool um, on the first and on second Sunday next Sunday. First and second of September at the Grand Theatre Blackpool, and we just had a trip up there. We went and visited the statue of Eric Kennedy actually, yeah. in the Winter Gardens, and we were all dressed up in the gear. We got some amazing <laughs> look. look <laughs> people. Yeah. Are they real? Are they real? <clears throat> of course they're real. Of course they're real. <laughs> it must be great to do it with the the, the families. Blessing and uh, and everything as well, you know. It comes, it that comes, was it very brings important a to, to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you couldn't do it, you know. When we first wrote the play, <clears throat> play what we wrote. Yeah. When we first wrote that, we were very keen to get in touch with the family. Yeah. And, and Eric's son Gary saw mm. us at Edinburgh. He saw us at Edinburgh, and he, uh, we we did the show, and we got the standing ovation. And then, as the audience were leaving, Gary walked in. These two girls came up to him and said, "That was fantastic. That was the best thing we've seen. Ever. Amazing show. Thank you so much." And as he walked, as they walked away. Um, Gary said, "Did you pay them to say that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that yes, was the we first, did. <laughs> first time he saw it, but he saw the show in the West End, and he said it took him back to being twelve years old in his tweed jacket, watching Dad and Uncle Ern. Which yeah, is, and Gary was sensational. So it is all over the country: Oxford, Stevenage, Norwich, Blackburn, etc., yeah. etc. Et Where can people find? Details. And there is a little, if you want a flavour of it, there is a little kind of showreel on there. Yeah, isn't there is. And the, the great and goodish. Uh, Michael Grade, of all people, saying it, it was a great evening of stay. He loved watching you guys in action. We're you know, still he, paying him for that. Yeah, as yeah. Well. And, he, and he obviously knew them well and worked well, with them over the years. Well, so, the yeah. lovely story there was after he saw the show <coughs> in the West End, he invited us to the House of Lords for tea. Yeah. Wow. So we went for tea at the House of Lords and basically he just told his stories about Eric and Ern because yeah. he loved them, didn't he? Oh, it was, it was brilliant. He wrote us a, a really lovely nice hand, card, yeah. letter yeah. saying, you know, you're very brave to take them on and I absolutely loved it. And he said particularly how good Ian was. Yeah. <laughs> which was, um, which I've, I've not quite got over, but I've, I've, I've framed that on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, you, the wall. did you ever meet them? Did no, you? sadly yeah. not. I, I mean, it would have been Eric's been yeah. my hero when Morecambe and White since mm. I was a little boy. Yeah. But your mum, you I saw, saw them. them. I saw them live when I was six <clears> years old. So I'm, mm. a, I'm a Lancashire lad from Lee. Right. And we used to go to Blackpool all the time and we saw them at the Winter Gardens. And, and I just remember my mum laughing and crying at the same time. And I couldn't yeah. work out why she was laughing and crying. And we were watching Eric and Ernie. Yeah. That was my memory of I'm, it. I met Ernie after Eric had died. He did a radio kind of sketch series for Radio 2, and oh, I was working right. at the oh. Beeb at the time. And he was around the building, but there was a real melancholy about him. You know, I think he, was he found lost. it he very, very difficult to, yeah. to go out there and do stuff on his own. Absolutely. But, uh, he was lost without Eric. It was great fun, though. Well, it was yeah. the line is there was a draft down my right side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they were just from boys, you know. They, they, were, they were just in, in, intrinsically linked, weren't they? Yeah. Well, oh, they, were, they were a double act, apparently. They were. <laughs> I think they were. <laughs> Breaking news. I almost said that right then as well, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, go and uh, check the guys out uh, in action. An evening of uh, Eric and Ern. And, uh, yeah, lovely to see you both. Thank Cheers, you very thanks. Much. Cheers. Thanks for coming Big fans of your show. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Andy, in the meantime, do you you have anything for us? I have. Apparently millennials prefer, I'm not somebody who believes in knocking millennials at all, but they prefer to fly in silence. Do they? And would rather cabin crew didn't speak to them. What about the planes crashing? Yeah, well, you need, you need really? some basics. You need to, yeah, <laughs> brace, brace, brace. You haven't got to answer that, but just listen to them. Yeah, it's fantastic. Isn't it? it was the Tomatina Festival in Buño in Spain. You, oh yeah, it's that thing every year. There was the same photo. Yeah, in I the, remember the um, uh, our, our, our mate Bill Burrows. He went. He took part in that. I think he covered it for Loaded magazine years ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, got right into it. Kind of uh, tomato pips everywhere. I think he's still picking them out of, <laughs> of various crevices. About you know, twenty five years on, waste of tomatoes to me, but. You know, they're all <laughs> A waste of tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, Only you could look at a great tradition and look at the yeah. massive waste of tomatoes. Me and involved. Ron Hannaford, who wrote to yeah. the Sun oh. about Ben Stokes. You put him in Rose, Ron <laughs> Hannaford. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what about this one, though? Uh, footballer Ilkay Gundigan says that VAR is sucking the joy out of football. A lot of people think this. Well, I mostly agree. A mega rich club like Manchester City winning nearly every trophy is doing more than VAR to take the excitement out of football. You who think? said that? Richard Sidaway from Billingham in Teesside. And you think, what, like the Spurs semi-final? Yeah, that wasn't exciting at all. No, it wasn't. Uh, and also the football they play is fantastic. So it's a bit of a, another curmudgeonly view yeah. there, I'd say. I've got a bit of music lined oh, up. Yeah. Go I'm looking at the producer. Mm. There's a bit of music lined up. Is that ready to go? Okay, well, I'll, we'll, we'll play it for you in a minute. We'll give okay. the guys... I'll give them, I've given the two-minute warning. <laughs> OK, Prince Andrew is... Yes. Uh, he obviously is a little subject of controversy at the moment mm. and everything, but this, this thing yesterday where they were trying to say that his fingers... There's a photograph of him with a, with a young woman and there's a photo of his hand and, they, and somebody said, the Duke has quite chubby fingers, they don't look right. And I was thinking... So I compared the two... The son very helpfully compared the two hands. And I've done a lot of studying of hands lately because of drawing and everything. Right. And I'm I'm telling you, they're the same fingers, but there you go, that's my view. Oh, OK, well, quite a bold pronouncement there, Andy, <laughs> but uh, there As we are. As a finger you, studier. You top artists. Well, you know how it is. And uh, Jim Radcliffe, who's taken over Nice, won't be happy about this. You see the uh, French Ligue 1 game between Nice and Marseille was halted for several minutes after Nice fans unfurled two banners with homophobic messages. And yeah. you think... Really, is in this day and age, they still in France. They're still doing stuff like that. It really is poor, and uh, I'm sure he won't be happy. Cause Same thing happened in Brazil. Um, we, we never got around to talking to Tim about it yesterday. Mm. There was a referee stopped a game after a load of chanting along those lines. So uh, it's it's a global thing. Chronic, isn't it? Mm. Uh, do you want to? T20 birthday spread? <coughs> yeah, I think, yeah we could do. There's all sorts of music being lined up. It's not Pele. It's, uh, uh, while we're doing that, uh, Rain, uh, it, I think we spoke to them, Blunham Cricket Club. They're going for the uh, world record cricket bid and they were 75 in, hours. What do you mean? They have for how long? For the longest match. 168 okay. hours is the record they're trying to break and uh, they were 75 hours into the record that, and it just a downpour came and they 
carried on. You have to admire them. Because I don't know if you've ever played cricket in the rain. It's oh, not, yeah. It's not fun. I used to play for hours when I was a kid. Oh, really? No, no, but yeah. proper cricket in the rain is not fun. You know, you're sliding no. all over the place. It's cold and wet. And, mm. You know, so well, well done to them. Good luck. I hope they uh, break the record. I watched the um, I watched some of the women's T20 last night before uh, that the last hour of the the third Ashes Test that, that Sky was showing, mm. and um, it, it was running late. But I realised why because basically the uh, the wicketkeeper of one of the teams was breaking the bales after every delivery. <laughs> I, <don't do> <laughs> I thought, blimey, we're going to be to about half past yeah. eleven. I don't think. I mean, the standard of women's cricket is very high, and uh, yeah. especially at international level, we thought the Australians are brilliant. But I do think so. I've watched some of that this year, and it. It could be better, I think. Yeah, it's um, no, it, it, there was some, uh, some. I didn't see a lot of it. It was just, uh, just that was the one thing I mm. I noticed, uh, and I thought, oh, come on, get a move on. I go to bed. Uh, so um, I pay tribute now to someone called Duncan Lamont. You may not know his name. He, no. he died quite recently. Doesn't sound familiar. He he was eighty eight uh, years old. He was a saxophonist. He was a uh, fantastic studio musician. He'd worked with them all. He was a jazz soloist, successful songwriter and composer. He'd worked with Sinatra, Torba Sinatra, uh, Torba Sammy Davis Jr. He'd worked with George Shearing, Benny Carter, Gil Evans, some of the greats. He'd uh, written songs for Natalie Cole, Cleo Lane, Norma Winston, all the greats. So he'd worked with everybody. But he also wrote this. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great, isn't it? It's just uh, within a life, a bloke who does all of that. It's just, he'll probably be remembered. He'll probably be remembered. I don't know if he was a sports fan or not, but uh, we salute him for that and all the other brilliant work he did. But uh, Yeah, you'd write a bit of music like that, because it's all a little sort of jingle. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, we've got uh, Pele. Here, well, he's Pele coming in. Another fine musician. Yeah, here he is singing with Sergio Mendes. Okay, yeah. this is quite a tricky one here, and uh, I'm going to give you a big margin. I'm going to give you mm. 15. I don't normally do that, but I, I just wouldn't know how old this person is. Uh, so it's a very happy birthday to Murga Grezanite Tyler. Uh, Murga Grezanite Tyler. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> I know where it's going. <laughs> She's the conductor and music director of the City of Birmingham Symphony. Symphony Orchestra, and don't bother with the recordings, of course. Yeah, of course, because <laughs> it's live. It's live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She, uh, so, what, she? what was her name Murga again? Murga Krasinite Tyler. Murga Krasinite Tyler. Krasinite. <laughs> G R A Z. G R A Z. I N Y T E. How would you pronounce that? Grazanite. Well, it's, it's not actually marble. It's it's a thing called grazanite. It's cheaper. It's harder wearing. It's harder wearing than marble, so it's cheaper than marble. That's right? So true. what we'll do is we'll put a nice grazanite work surface on there for you. That's um, like that. Yeah. So uh, I'd say... I'd Musical say, director of the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra. Um, 59. See, that's why I think she's only 33. Oh, it's fantastic. Tremendous. It? She's achieved so much at such a young age. Yes. So well done to her. And well, I blew uh, that, didn't I? Well, yeah, that's unlucky. What are you going to do? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. A bit of rugby league tonight and the Challenge Cup winners from the weekend. Warrington uh, head to Salford uh, Red Devils. And a uh, special night, I guess they've got charity football before the game. It's uh, free entry if you're a uh, Berry or Bolton fan as well. Nice touch mm, nice from touch. the club. Yeah. If you fancy going along to see the game. And to add to the party atmosphere... Um, the mascots will be not quite what you'd expect. You normally imagine sort of quite young kids holding the hands of the players, yeah. marching out, but not this evening. Um, it's a, it's a kind of more senior 
squad. The Salford Red Devils Golden Girls, they're being called. <laughs> and it is the brainchild, albeit unintentionally, of our next guest, Shirley Bradshaw. Good afternoon, Shirley. Good evening, guys. Yes. Now, this this was uh, this was just a kind of throwaway comment from you, wasn't it? Uh, and it's yeah. kind of taken off a bit. Tell us about it. Well, after when we played at London, mm. London said, you know, if any of your kids want to come along on the day and be mascots, that's great. So I was going to bed at the night time to so have your last quick look on Twitter. And one of our fans has put a picture of his youngster saying, oh, they were made up. So one of our lady fans said, why is it always the kids? She said, why can't us oldies have a go? So I said, yeah, why can't us oldies have a go? Went to bed, got up the next morning. There was loads and loads of messages on Twitter right. and retweets and everything. And our chief executive and please, he messaged and said, are you up for it or what? So there we go, I'm up for it. So you're going to be, you're, you're all in kits, are you? Walking out, holding hands no, with the players? I, I, I've been there and done that in the past. Right. All kit, the lot. <laughs> I ain't doing that again. Oh, really? <laughs> so what what are you wearing tonight, then? What's, what are your well, outfits? I've got, I've got a Salford top to put on. Oh, okay. I think possibly quite a few of the ladies will as well. Yeah. Um, but it's optional. The only thing that was stipulated was no stiletto heels to spoil the pitch. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. <laughs> how, how did you request... Re recruit then the the ladies did they just put something out on the on the website i just put something out on twitter oh, or right. any of you golden girls and on facebook and just said any of you golden girls fans out there up for being mascots for the day and i was inundated with people wow. and then the club put a promo out with a picture of the golden girls on yeah um and it just went from there the only thing that spoiled it was the game being moved from Sunday to tonight because mm. a lot of the people who were going to be it couldn't make tonight because yeah. of work commitments, etc. Well, I've still got about 30-odd ladies all lined mm. up. You got? Uh, was it supposed to be last Sunday? Was that when it was supposed no, to be? No, the game oh. should be this, should oh, have been this, to be Sunday, this Sunday with the fixture. Oh, I but see. But Sky have taken it for the Sky oh, game, oh, so of course, we're on yeah. tonight instead. Yeah. Oh, so you might be on telly, though. You will be on telly, right? Yeah. You all line up and that and then it's like all oh, the mas little mascots normally all run off after i said i haven't got a run in me and i don't think half of us will <laughs> so we might have to sit us on one of them big flags they put out and drag us off <laughs> yeah so i take it you're a regular there then Shirley, at the oh games. yeah i've been going for over 50 years wow so and i think there's quite a few of the other ladies who've been going for a long time as well so uh it's a little treat and a little payback from the club for all our support. Yeah, yeah that's, that's lovely. Nice. Very nice. Um, <laughs> and they're going to wonder if you want Warrington to bring the trophy with them. Do you want to see the trophy or, or, or not? Is um, it... Yes, it would be a nice touch mm. if Warrington would bring um, the trophy along. I mean, we did have the Lance Todd Award dinner last night at the Marriott Hotel mm. um, to present Daryl Clark with his, with his cup, so... That was there last night, so I'm hoping they might bring the actual Challenge Cup tonight so we can all have a, a little shiny look at it, so yeah. hopefully. You I'm hoping that Warrington will bring a nice following to cheer all their lads on after that fantastic win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was. it was a great really? It was a bit of a shock, wasn't it, really? I don't think anybody expected it. Uh, yeah, yeah. My Saints were going. Right. <laughs> um, as we said, there's charity football, so there'll be a few soap stars hanging around. You'll get some autographs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, Alan Halsall comes down quite often, you know, Tyrone. Yeah. He, he's a, a little closet supporter of Salford, I think. So uh, they'll probably all be hanging about to watch the game after they usually do. 
Do you follow no, the football no. team as well, Shirley, or not? Do I follow a football team? No, do you, team? Do you follow Salford's football team? Have you been keeping an eye out for them? Mm, I've, I've watched the scores for all yeah. the local clubs, but... Um, it's a, just airy fair, he's game football. I've <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Never got get into... Get in there, yeah. They get up, they don't roll about on the floor when they've been flattened. They just get up, dust themselves down and carry on with it. Yeah. But so, no, I've been a massive Salford City Red supporter all my life from the Willows, everything, and I, they're just my life. I love them. <laughs> and everybody great. wants to get down there because we're playing a fantastic brand of rugby. Mm. Yeah, no, they're doing well. And the... the, the um... We're saying it's nice, nice touch, isn't it, to invite the Berry and the Bolton fans there tonight for uh, it is. for free. It's, it's, it's lovely. I mean, we was in a bit of this position a few years ago. Yeah. We were in Pendleton Church, didn't think we'd have a team, and it's absolutely heartbreaking. So I really feel for the Berry fans. I really, really do. Mm. I'd be gutted if I had no team to go and watch. No, well, look, have a good night. Enjoy it. Uh, we'll be watching you on I the telly. As they'll definitely be showing yes. it in Sky. So, my, grand, uh, my grandkids have told me we've not got to do the dab, whatever it is. That oh. thing that all the kids <laughs> do. do. The and looking at the league table, it's a big game, isn't it? Because yeah. Salford could make the, you know, they could yeah, make the qualifying. They're, they're doing very well at the moment. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so it should be a decent game of rugby as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in, enjoy. Oh. Yeah, sorry, Charlie. Go on, no, you're right. I was just going to say, well, just in, in, enjoy yourselves. And uh, the, the age range is 50 to 78, we understand, yeah, of the goal. It has to be girls. over 50. It has to be over 50. Be, be part of it. And I believe there's one lady who's 78, so she's leaving me standing as well. <laughs> so uh, I'm just hoping they don't bring the Zimmer frames. We'll make a right mess on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time, Shirley. All the best. Thank you. There we are. <laughs> Brilliant. Shirley uh, Bradshaw, she can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be on the pitch tonight. Uh, beloved Salford Red Devils uh, as part of the Golden Girls. <laughs> Bless you, Andy. Sorry. Yeah, one, get down it? there at six. What's the old charity <laughs> football? Um, and yet free if you're a Berry uh, or Bolton mm. fan. I mean, maybe they've changed their mind about Bolton now. They've been saved. They've got Nick yeah. Mason's money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Suddenly Bolton fans are being charged double. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They've got Pink Floyd's money. They can afford tw twice as much as anybody else. Um, in the meantime, Andy, I mean, we've got time for you to, no. to rab it on um, about anything you fancy. Much. I've got stuff uh, yeah. yeah, Rita, I haven't mentioned Rita Ora for some time. No, you haven't. Well, I don't wonder what I thought you'd gone off her. No, she's been in the paper every single day. I just got fed <laughs> up with mentioning it. But today she comes out, I, I do like the, the, the statements she comes out with. It's just sort of justify the photo. I don't know why they didn't just take the photo. But she walks on the wild side as she Does links. She? Yes, links up with a shoe firm. Uh, the Brit 28, I don't think she was British, but anyway, teamed her purple ankle boots with a leopard and snakeskin-themed outfit. That's a look you go for very I often, do. isn't it? But she said this, she said, these are the bits I always like. My style always comes from my attitude. How I dress shows how I feel. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? I don't know, Andy. I mean, Just what, what? Most yeah. people don't give it that much thought, do um, they really? I, I, I know you do, because you're a bit do, of a yeah. style counsellor, but, you know, but generally people... People don't. I quite uh, like this story. The ashes of a cricket pavilion destroyed in an arson attack, not that part of it, will be made... Well, because you sound like I like that, but I didn't, obviously not. getting some of the insurance money. No, of course not. Will be made into a memorial trophy in Ilkley in We're going to play for the ashes of yeah. the old pavilion. We'll, we'll, we'll follow that up, Andy. We'll yeah, follow that up, see if we can get somebody on to chat about that, if they'll still talk to you after that. Then you, then you like the story. I had to check out The Sound of the Summer. There was a piece in The Sun today about the record that's The Sound of the Summer. Do you know what it is? Uh, no, what is The Sound of the old Summer? Old Town 
Road. Have you heard this track? I look at our uh, child producer. Yeah, he's nodding away. Bill, it's good. Daisy, they're all heard of it. Oh, yeah, Daisy likes it. It's massive. It's massive. It's massive. A, bit sort of, a bit of rap and a bit of sort of country banjo involved there. It's quite really? Country track. banjo rap? Yeah. Fantastic. So I, like to keep, I like to keep up to date with that. We let, can you play that for us when we come back? Yeah, they, we have the technology Very to do short, that. We can't speak to the moose for more than track, 30 seconds from Wembley, but we can play that, <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> He's like Norman Collier, the moose, isn't he? Well, I was talking about... <laughs> Norman ...yesterday, <laughs> and one... Be- Hey, it's fantastic. good to like You'll start, like you'll start winding down the window and doing the chicken next. He'll nick his act. It's like Norman Collier says, he's not funny. Yeah, no, okay, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, they've got some keepers, haven't they? I yes. mean, I just I noticed again, uh, Mark Travers played last night, kept he's him good, in the game. He came he's in good. last year. But they've got he? Ramsdale as well, haven't they? And, yeah. Yeah, they've got they've got really good keepers. Who's Angus Guns at Southampton? Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but no, but... They're, uh, and also, oh. I've completely forgotten... Uh, that Joe Hart was still at Burnley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played last night. Uh, Although, (laughs) unfortunately, Sean Dyche did one of those. (laughs) When the second string go out, and he said, uh, they're knocking on my door saying, why aren't they playing? Well, that's why they're not playing. Oh, yeah, it wasn't great, that was it. Butch the dog there from uh, the Sutley (laughs) show, circa 1978. (laughs) Hello, Sue. Remember that? What an act that was. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. I got the horses in the bag. There is big hit for summer, is it, Andy? Yeah, it's very good. I downloaded it this morning. It's excellent. Did you there's really? about 19 different versions of it. Lots of remixes. What's your favourite, Andy? Well, I haven't <laughs> downloaded all of them or heard all of them. Okay. You know, give, me, give me a break. Well, Matt Murray's not there, so we... Quite, yeah. could quite possibly hear all 15 <laughs> of them in the next five minutes. Oh, no. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are, that's this afternoon's show. We're back tomorrow with uh, one of the fine England fast bowlers, Simon Jones of the past, of course. Uh, Paul Chowdhury, comedian, pops in to see us. And Motti's here, plus the clips of the week and Martin, all that. Is he around? Martin Kellner? Martin Kellner, oh yeah, all the Friday rubbish. Ooh, looking forward to it. Okay, good. Uh, thanks for downloading us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 